It's a joy. Uh, we're we're wasting time with uh, with Jesus. So um, yeah, we 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 pray at this one. Would you join me, please, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit? Amen. Lord, in the busyness of our days, in all of the all the the mess that surrounds us, the the slush uh, on our shoes, and the the messiness on the roads, messiness in the news, and uh, mm-hmm. any slush in our hearts, we we bring it all to you today. We thank you for bringing us here today to to gather together to be united in your grace to hopefully learn a little bit more about uh, this communication that we get to have with you, this, this holy dialogue, but also all the more to, to be touched by your grace, to meet you in one another and in our prayer. Bless this time, bless this day. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, I wanted to start with a, a, just a little review. Um, and the, what we're doing, wasting time, because it's so unpractical. Uh, I mean, there's there, not just this session, uh, not just this, this uh, program, but just prayer itself. This, it's objectively, if people see you praying... Surely you look like you're wasting time in a, generally in an uncomfortable position. Um, but but what is that about? Being with Jesus, wasting time with with Jesus, to be in the presence of one that we love and who loves us more than we can even imagine. So we want to go into the deeps, right? We don't want to just the shallows are good. There's water there. There's little tadpoles uh, and. Our communications, our our leisure time, our, our why we eat quick bites along the way, our relationships. They, 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 there's good things that happen in the shallows. There's good things that happen in the in the midlands. But once we've experienced the depths, like, that's where we want to go. That's where we want to be. Um, so this isn't a scripture study. Though we use the scriptures. Um, not a theology class, though there's theology involved. It's, it's a place to, to meet God. Um, and so that's why, to answer Jeremy's question, uh, the college guy from last week, why, how we can continue to go back and back and back. Wait, didn't we preach on that reading last year? Didn't we read that reading? You know, sometimes it's like a week and they were doing the same reading. How, how can that be helpful? Because it's it's eternally new. It's it's is eternal, because it's the eternal word. It's eternally, it's ever ancient and ever new. So this isn't about uh, giving any one formula of prayer or even any one form of prayer. It's about about you know, being contemplative, having contemplative hearts. Uh, I said the the first session that. I hope the, the hour that we're together is helpful, but for this really to quote-unquote work, it needs the practice of prayer. Right. Um, it, doesn't, it doesn't have the subtitle there, but we have the subtitle of the practice of prayer. Um, because yeah, if we're not getting, 
you know, carving out an hour or half hour, at least 20 minutes, um, in order to, to let ourselves be brought back into, into the depths. Um, a lot. Uh, it, sounds, it sounds like a lot of, in our busy lives, right? And, and it is until, until, we, until we meet him. And they're like, 20 minutes? Sure. Like, of course. How could I not give 20 minutes to the one who, um, you know, to use that image of a human trafficking victim, to the one who sets you free from that darkest of worlds, or this coming week's gospel of the blind man, the one who is first given sight. Okay, once we, once we experience that freedom, that, that vision, of course we'll spend, we'll spend 20 minutes with him. Um, I gave you the, uh, the Pirates uh, prayer program. Uh, the, where the A-R-R-R to acknowledge to relate, to receive, and to respond. So the A-R-R-R, -R -R. I think pirates if it helps, but, uh, yeah. and it's, it's, again, it's not like, oh, okay, now I'm, I do this thing and then I do this thing. It, it's, a dance is as good an image as I can think of. A picture of pirates dancing if you, if you need a, a visual to go back to but to acknowledge what what is tugging at your heart when you're reading through the scriptures what, what's that movement they're like what what's that what it, sometimes it's good and joyful and oh my good last night I was reading the thing from um, St. Ignatius of Loyola about going from um, it was up way too late Working on the bulletin because Sarah's upset with me when it's not done when she comes in on Tuesday. <laughs> uh, I was doing the video that some of you have seen, in the, uh, and it, it was 11 or so, at least, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to brush my teeth, but I had a, a, a meeting this morning, and I was supposed to have a couple chapters read. So the section I'm reading is about a priest, and he's having this great experience of prayer, and then it goes south quickly. Uh, and in Ignatius's spiritual exercises, uh, he talks about, you know, about taking on too much at any one time. I'm there brushing my teeth, reading the thing, and I almost spit toothpaste across the room. <laughs> maybe, maybe this isn't the best, best example, but the, stopping there, and not just stopping as like, oh, I'm convicted that I'm in trouble, but like, oh yeah, to to rest in those moments. Because sometimes they're laugh out loud moments and sometimes they're just pure ecstatic joy moments. Or sometimes they're like, ouch, that, that hurts. Like, what is that? I gotta stay there. I gotta acknowledge what that is. And, but not just stay there, also relate it back to the one who can do something about it. Uh, not just to keep it here and acknowledge it's a thing, but relate it to the, the source of love, and then receive what it is that he wishes to, to give. I, I think I've got a, a good example to go back to in just a little bit, but um, in the end, it's that response, too, because it's always about the other. Our prayer always leads us out of ourselves. It's never just navel-gazing. It's always 
about leading to greater acts of charity, leading to a greater experience of, of love, the other being, of course, us and God, and us and, and one another. Um, so, the homework from last week was to, I'm not very creative, I just used the Gospels for Sunday, and they're long ones. Yeah, they're long. <laughs> wow. Um, and if you thought this past week's was long, this is, the next week's is, I think, three of the words less. They're almost, almost as long. It's just the deacons. Deacon earns a bunny. Yeah, he earns What's that? He earns a bunny. Father? Deacon Jim almost looked, did look at me. He's like, the real whole, the whole thing? Is, <laughs> good luck, I say. So, John oh, 4. I'm not going to read the whole thing with you. I just, the, we're going to... Um, it, it'll, take, it'll take the whole hour. <laughs> um, but... Uh, I'm going to invite us again to share what, what did pop. What, what did you acknowledge doing it around the room? Maybe, um, maybe you were able to spend a lot of time on that. That's great. Maybe there was something that you just spent the whole week on. That's, that's great, if so. Uh, maybe you bounce through the section each day. Maybe you've only got a couple of prayer segments in. Uh, maybe you haven't been here at all. I'm just going to read a little bit and see. Maybe something will pop now that's different than before. Or maybe it'll be right where, where you had been. So, chapter 4. Now, when Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus was making and baptizing more disciples than John. John, although Jesus himself was not baptizing just his disciples, he left Judea and returned to Galilee. He had to pass through Samaria. So he came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the plot of land that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there. Jesus, tired from his journey, sat down there at the well. It was about noon. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, how can you, a Jew, ask me, a Samaritan woman, for a drink? For Jews use nothing in common with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, if you knew the gift of God, and who is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you life-giving water. The woman said to him, sir, you do not even have a bucket, and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us this well and drank from it himself with his children and his flocks? Jesus answered and said to her, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I shall give will never thirst. The water I shall give will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I may not, so that I may not be thirsty or have to keep coming here to draw water.
around the room. Um, just it doesn't have to be from that that section. If uh, and if you want to punch, you're absolutely welcome to to do so. If you don't want to share, or if you had if you were staying focused on another on another passage, but um, it was about noon. I was telling the folks at at Mass Ed, the numbers in the scriptures always pop out, but it, it was. Um, it was about noon. Um, maybe I'll share a little more about that, but that's right now. Just uh, looking to we don't have to explain anything right now. Just to hear what 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 did pop. It was about noon. If you knew the gift of God. Mm. Mm. We got one that the spring of water flowing up to eternal life. Yeah, life giving water. Spring. Sorry, Karen. The spring of water flowing up to eternal life. Yeah, life giving water. And John, you got one? Well, I said it was life giving water. Life giving water, yeah. Yeah, life giving water. It was similar to Karen's. So. Life giving. The one that popped out to me is later on, it was the, um, the food. Yeah. Um, along the same line. My food is to do the will of the one who sang. Yeah. And to finish his work. And that was a springboard for me for lots of other ideas. That he himself is the food. That Jesus himself is the food. Oh, wow, yeah. And... I mean, this discussion before, right. I mean, there's the bread of life and everything, but then this is all leading up to Holy Week. Right. And, and the Last Supper, yeah. he's the food at yeah. the well. Yeah. Well, the drink, too, but that yeah. was what kept him. So. Great. What struck me is also later on in that passage that Jesus revealed himself to a Samaritan. Mm. And, mm. And, and he kept telling the Jews, right. don't, don't say anything. And don't tell himself don't, don't tell anybody what, what's going on. Mm -hmm. right. But to the Samaritan, he reveals himself. Can, can and you, they are converted. They, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. This is such a and, big... And that's so great for us, the Gentiles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what Peter mm -hmm. uses opening later yeah. to yeah. justify... Uh, allowing the Gentiles Father. to be baptized. Right. Father, like he was putting himself out there. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate the. It was there something in particular? Is it more of a, a, a big picture sort well, of thing? When he was, says, uh, yeah. he said, Jesus says, I am he. Uh, oh, yeah. That's yeah. the. I am he, the one who is speaking with you. I am he. I am he. I am he. Yep. 
and he wants to put himself out there. So the first ones he ever actually says it openly to yeah. is a non-Jew, strictly speaking, yeah, I mean, they were really a Jew yeah. mix, but, but they, a, a, basically a Gentile. Good reading, though. I, I agree with Dave, because in church on Sunday, the last line, which so relates to that one, which is, we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is truly the savior of the world, yeah. And I went, that's me. Yeah. That's me. And it's us. it was oh. amazing because all of a sudden I could feel God's love in my heart. It was, uh, since this class, I mean, we've only had two till tonight. It was such a different feeling mm. to hear scripture yeah, speaking to me through spirit mm. yep. on that line. Just amazing. Good, 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 good. Yeah. But, uh, I have a more practical one. We're not here to judge. That's totally about me. I totally praise that rock. I, no, no, I didn't mean to. I'm ready. I'm ready. No, I, I latched on to something that was practical. Sure. Now, I was yes, like, for yourself. Okay. Yeah. Sure. We can. No, no, no. Practical just because it is. It was the verse about the woman left her water jug. The water jar and went into the town. That's what I kind of latched on to. And it is very practical. But So that's what struck me is is it was a very concrete image for me. But then when you start thinking about the implications of that, you know, that's where you get into the good stuff. The water jar. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to add that. No, 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 no. Yeah, it, it's only fun to mess with you. Father, <laughs> I'll be pulling you aside later. So, yeah. Mark, you got something, didn't you? Well, that also popped out to me, the water jar thing, and I was... Like, why did she leave it there? Why was that put in the Bible? And on the way here is like, mm. why is that so important? You know, right. why did that pop out? That's just weird. Sure. You know, but anyway, it's kind of weird that we had the same sort of yeah. thing. She was pretty uh, excited. And, yeah. yeah, well, and maybe, maybe but so. But it relates so, to noon. Why, why she left it there. How so? Well, my understanding is that because of the type of woman she is, she's at the well when all the other women exactly. aren't there. Yeah. And it's the heat of the day, which is when nobody would go. Mm-hmm. So yeah. she wasn't afraid anybody was going to come and take that jar, and she knew she was coming back. That's how I interpreted it. Oh, interesting. That. Okay, so it was a practical sort of thing. Okay, well, so... I, I kind of felt like she got so excited, she just left everything go and just ran she to herself. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Right. Okay, yes. now, well, before we get too far uh, into it, <laughs> Um, <laughs> because let, lest we think that this is, we're just going to, you know, collectively figure it out. <laughs> we what, are. <laughs> what, what's the first R? That's not one answer, Father. Uh, no, that's the A. It's a R. To acknowledge, and then what do we do with the, after we acknowledge it? Relate. Okay, so the water jar, what, what's with the... What's with the water relate, jar? Relate. To, when we're there, like, well, let's ask him. Like. Maybe she still thought living water was coming. Right, right. But, the, but, and we, maybe, maybe so. But let's just, in a, in a quiet moment here, let's just, in our prayer, that Lord, 
we're there. We're, we're, we're here together. Wells are places where people gather and we come looking for life, for, for water. And we notice this jar. And it seems like a valuable thing. It seems like a fragile thing. Like, why, why was, why is this left? I have a, a longing to, to know, but is there something I'm supposed to leave? Is there something I'm supposed to, to share? Is there something fragile about me? Is there something that I've been preoccupied with, a heavy burden? Inquiring minds want to know. Lord. Yeah, inquiry. But hungry hearts yeah. need to need to be filled. Just bring it to you. Help us receive. Not so much the answer, Lord. You got an insight you want to share with us? Uh, it's, it's fine, but help us help us be receptive. Strange thing to ask. What we we're very head neck up culture. So in this moment, it's, it's you know what to, what what comes what comes up as now as you're looking at that that jar um, as you're bringing it to the Lord. Is there anything that stands out that you're willing to share? What about it? I'm thinking she did get the living water at that point. And so the the whatever physical water just went out of her mind. Her thirst was quenched. And so she didn't need that to her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Empty. Empty? Empty. I need to be empty. Mm. 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 Oh. Yeah. To be receptive, to be receptive like a yeah, yeah, you know? like an empty, empty. Yeah. Isn't it okay to go back to a verse? Yeah, of course okay. it is. So, the one that I liked was uh, at that moment his disciples returned and were amazed that he was talking with a woman, but still no one said, 
what are you looking for? Why are you talking with her? So I really like that because it's probably the first time in this woman's life she's never been um, judged or used by man, mm -hmm. right? Right. And I think that relates to what you said about being empty too, right? Because you can let go of, she can let go of her past, right? And to mm -hmm. just be filled with a bright future. That she, with all of her being the re recipient of so much gossip, goes into town and like with a neon sign says, he told me everything I've ever done. <laughs> yeah. As if she wants to put a sign out like, remember? <laughs> you guys remember? <laughs> he told me everything. Um, yeah. Mm. But when you're filled up with something else, then shame. Yeah. It must have been amazing that they actually listened to her, considering mm. who she was. But they listened to her, and the part I really like at the end where he says, she, they say, we no longer believe because of your word, mm. which is what they did at first. They, you know, when she mm -hmm. said whatever she was saying, and they actually listened mm -hmm. to this woman. Mm -hmm. And then they said, we don't believe because of your word, because we've heard for ourselves. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. following the line of that she had life-giving water, the thought that went through my head was, a whole village is about to get life-giving water. Mm -hmm. I forget where he, where he heard it from, but Bishop Barron quotes it often that one of the the best images of the church is one hungry person telling another hungry person where to find bread. Where to find one So, oh, uh, analogously, one thirsty person yeah. mm -hmm. telling another thirsty person yeah. where to find water. Mm -hmm. Like that. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Because it, it's all, it, like, this is, oh, this is what I've always longed for. Right. And now I'm sharing it because obviously it's not something that I've found that when I'm hungry and I find something delicious, yeah. I'm not inclined to share it. <laughs> yeah. uh -oh. Unless there's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> An abundance of so the a starving person who's found bread only shares it with incredible love. And yeah, yeah if if they're really starving, they, of course. Uh, and the waters. Life could, yeah. The thing is, she got excited when she heard that he was God. There was an excitement there. Mm -hmm. And I just want to, I think being part of that, if we could just be part of that excitement, yeah. we would be sharing. Mm -hmm. You know, not sharing because we have to, but just being excited about God makes you want to, you know, jump up and down or something to tell people. Mm -hmm. So the excitement is what is really hitting me. Mm -hmm. And she just heard about God and she's like, oh, I gotta go tell everybody. Yeah. I don't care about my water pot. <laughs> yeah. And, and even if, like, what you're feeling there, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but if, if what you're feeling there is, a desire for the excitement, mm. or, or maybe, oh, you know what? Then 
relating that. Like I, I, or, you know, sometimes in my prayer, I'm developing new evangelization techniques for the parish and the, the greater church. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, this isn't program planning. This is, um, it's, you know, strategic meetings with the, with the Lord. It's like, okay, she met him. That that's that's why it was so compelling to others. Like she, there was nothing that he didn't give her talking points, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. and a six point strategy to to compel right. all the people oh, at Sikar. Yeah. Uh, it's like no, she just met something so real. Right. The, that's same with us. Like, to to acknowledge the thing and then relate it so that we can receive what's intended for us. Not for us to be the next Samaritan woman, not, but for us to receive what's, what's for us. Mm-hmm. I've got something silly uh, for you. Um, <laughs> Karen, would you turn the television on? Oh, he told me to turn my phone on. <laughs> You're watching TV. Sorry, the button top. Oh. So we're gonna use something from a favorite movie of mine from uh, from well my youth, we'll say. Um, I'm not gonna date myself too clearly, but picture um, Kevin Costner, James Earl Jones, 1989. Shoeless Joe Jackson, an Iowa cornfield, and baseball. Ah, yeah, field of dreams. So, field of dreams. Sorry. Yeah. It's still a good movie. It's so great. Is it, anyone else not? Oh, I'll fill you in on it. So, the, 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 the sage has been set. He has this Kevin Costner's character. We'll open this up in just a second here. Um, he is, uh, he, he's a farmer, but he's, like, hears this voice and he like plows down this cornfield yeah. to build a baseball field and sh- shoeless Joe Jackson, the 1919, uh, White Sox who, uh, cheated on the world series. They come, they're dead, but they're like, there's, it's, they come back to play baseball because they've been in this weird yeah. little purgatory kind of world. Um, but he's done everything. He's he's gotten shoeless Joe Jackson back. He got James Earl Jones guy who to come with him. Who was an author, and this is a, the the very end of the movie. And he he is now like he's acknowledged these this voice. He's like this tug at his heart. He's done the thing. And what has just happened is Shoeless Joe Jackson, the baseball player, is invite, has invited James Earl Jones' character, the author, to come out into the field, to come out into the corn, into, to experience heaven. We don't know what the thing is, but to experience something. And this is Kevin Costner's response. Uh, He's relating. This is, I've never thought of it before, but when I was prepping for this, I was like, oh dear. That's he's acknowledged the thing. He's now relating, and then we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. You probably uh, have different trouble. Uh, what did you know?
Why him? I built this field. You wouldn't be here if it worked for me. Well, you wouldn't be here if it worked for me. I know, but I want to know what's out there. I want to see it. But you're not invited. Not invited? What do you mean I'm not invited? That's my corn out there. You guys are guests in my corn. Right. No, wait. I have done everything I've been asked to do. I didn't understand it, but I've done it. And I haven't once asked what's in it for me. What are you saying, Ray? I'm saying, what's in it for me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that why you did this? For you? I think you better stay here, Ray. Why? Ray, there was reason they chose me, just as there was reason they chose you in this field. Why? I gave an interview. What What interview? What are you talking about? One about Ellis Field, one that charged you up and sent you all the way to Boston to find me. You what? But you were kidnapping me at the time, you big jerk. But you lied to me. You said your finger was a gun. It's an absurd part of the film. Um, what happens next? Do you, who remembers the movie well? So, James Earl Jones is invited out into, into the cornfield, and that was what he longed for. Like, he, he had stopped writing. He had this author that had stopped writing, he, but, and he's, he's saying that he, well, I'm going to write about it. I'll, you're gonna write about it? Okay, so then Kevin Costner is satiated there. He's like, okay, fine, fine. Um, but he still related this, like, but why did I do this? Like, I, like I, I, did, I did the thing, I did it, I, and I want it. I, I, I acknowledge this was a thing, and, I, and I'm relating this to the Shoeless Joe God character in, in all of this. How's the movie end? You don't remember? It, he receives the real longing of his heart. He, he has a game of catch with his dad. That's right. That's right. That's and then his dad walks into the field. His, 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 so his, there was one other player, the catcher was just taking his equipment off, and he realized, oh my goodness, it's my father. That to receive not the thing that was meant for James Earl Jones, to receive the thing like he had had this relationship with his father was that was filled with a lot of frustration and uh, you know beat down by life and all this sort of stuff. But it's it's showing him with his dad in the prime of his father's life and this "Hey, Dad, can I have a catch?" moment. That is just just beautiful. Yeah, um, but it's only. When, it's, when we're real with it. <clears throat> it wasn't a pretty moment. What, what's in it for me, he says. Well, wh what are you saying, Ray? He said, well, I'm saying, what's in it for me? <laughs> None of us is proud of those moments in our lives when we're being selfish old so-and-sos. But even though it doesn't work so well around yeah. you know, the cocktail parties, when we're when we're that real with our God, 
then we are we put ourselves in a spot where we can receive what it is that's meant for us. Mm-hmm. It's not a competition. James Earl Jones' thing isn't better or worse than than Ray Kevin Costner's thing. But it, it's what his is so clearly what his heart always longed for. So he receives. Yes, with the baseball catch, but there's something about that for. Um, I don't know, for many of us. Anyways, um, at least from my heart, it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, and then, as they pan out from that game of catch, I've clearly seen the movie too many times. <laughs> when they pan, there's this, just the little game of catch is going on, and then they pan out over the cornfields, and they see this long line of lights, mm-hmm. all the cars coming. Yeah. Right. If you build it, they will come. If you build it, they will come. Right is this message that, that comes. So his, he's going to lose the farm because he's yeah. mowed down his corn. He's done everything for it. And James Earl Jones, it, they will come, Ray. And they, 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 then it's like, what? I don't even know what's going to happen. But it seems like everything's going to be over for that receptivity. What we ha- when we have what it is that is meant for us, then we can respond. Then we can... We, yeah, that experience of, of heaven, that welcoming of others. It's, it's a Hollywood you know, movie, but it, it's about heaven. It's, a, it's an, um, about that experience of, you know, when it's not the Hollywood version, what actually happens is he has to stop having the catch and he has to attend to the people that are showing up. And he's got to sell tickets and he's got to yeah, right. be with people. But that's part of the response. Like it's, we don't just... I mean, part of it's, it's, some people find it a little sappy because, oh, as if it's all over, like, oh, now that's the answer because, no, it's not the answer. Like, sure, but heaven is the answer. That's fine. But in this life, that, that moment of, okay, there's, now there's people and now I get to respond by interacting with them and by sharing what I've found, the, sharing this love, sharing this relationship, the, that I've acknowledged with them. Um, yeah. Prayer, prayer doesn't always feel like the end of a Hollywood movie. <laughs> rarely, rarely does. But when the Hollywood movie is an experience, uh, when there's those little windows that give us a taste of it. Um, and even better, Prayer lets us have a genuine relationship. We're not just passive, passive observers of somebody else's thing, but when we're when we're the one catching the ball uh, of of love and affection from our heavenly Father, yeah. then yeah, then it's all the better. All the better. What are you thinking? What are you, what are you feeling? Are you, anything popping now? Or is this just good? Self, self-referential opportunity for me to relive my past, my past youth. <laughs> Did that resonate? So is there something that, that stood out? For next week, cool. we're going to go into, into the blind man. Um, and it's a, 
it's a very long passage as well. Um, it's um, John 9, 1 to 41. There's a, a few chapters beyond, yeah. Um, and again, I invite you to go through the whole thing the first time at least. Uh, but see, see what one, John 9, 1 to 41. Yeah, the whole... That whole thing. Um, wow. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's Lent, all right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Lent. It is. But definitely limit yourself. Like, what? be honest as you're going. Again, it's not just to figure the whole thing out. To so acknowledge what what happens, and you know, your heart will tell you. I feel like this is the paragraph. I think I feel like there's something here, and maybe it's only the paragraph for the first few days, and maybe maybe you you don't exhaust the the that passage, but maybe you've spent enough time with it for a few days, and maybe the second half of the week you you go elsewhere. But be honest with yourself when you're going. Okay, this is, this is, this is popping. This is a, a point of deep emotion. Whether it's, whether it's like Ray, where it's like, oh, I'm feeling jealousy, I'm feeling frustration. Um, or whether it's the feeling of just like, of, of peace, or what, whatever there's a deep emotion, go there, there's something about that. Um, and the, uh, the other piece that I'll be um, that I'll be focusing in on next time I forgot I did have something else for you guys before we skip ahead to this but next time is the uh, the, the liturgical prayer we're going to uh, spend the, the focus on praying through the liturgical prayers through the liturgies through other devotional things um, the other piece I wanted to highlight how I've just mixed up my order of my notes um, is is Lenten prayer uh, because whenever it's Lent, we talk about those those the big three of Lent: the prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. Right. And I think it's important to highlight in any Lenten series, um, but really just a, across the board. We, we last time we talked about John of the Cross speaking of that that nada, that that nothing, that um, not that. <laughs> so often he gets a bad rap that it, it's like that things are not good. Uh, or the world is not good. It's not that, but it's to make a space to plow down the cornfield <laughs> in, or, in order to receive something greater. And that's where, the, where there is that need for fasting, uh, where the, to make space to, uh, you know, where the, where the... I think we've, we've all heard, and there's a great value in it, that it's not just about fasting from food. Um, you know, maybe it's from the social media stuff, maybe it's from a remote control, maybe it's from just some other creature comforts, but taking it from the guy who um, never used to like, but still doesn't like to, just the, the need for it and the value of, of making a space here in order to, they're closely connected, <laughs> excuse me, the stomach and the heart. Um, do you remember the, uh, 
story of obviously did a lot of research to remind myself all the names. Um, the, the book is Unbroken. The the soldier from World War Two and the um, and him being on that life raft. I don't remember forty days, forty five days, something like that, with with almost nothing to eat except you know stuff that he could catch out there because one of the other um, soldiers devoured all the chocolate rations the first night um, and yet there's something I, I've never seen a, a better uh, explanation of or just a practical application when he's there in the midst of the doldrums where nothing's moving mm-hmm. and his heart is like he's, like he's just so hungry but so open he's remembering stuff of his youth that he hadn't thought of that he could ever remember thinking of. And he wasn't even sure it was real, except afterwards he found pictures that were. There's something about that human person to make, making space to be, to be receptive. Um, so for the, the fasting, what was his name? Louis Zemperini. Louis Zemperini, yeah, thank you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just that. Unbroken. The, all the storms. It's a... Yeah, awful story, but um, to be unbroken in the midst of it. But then again, with the, with the almsgiving as well, for us to continue to be generous similarly. I mean, it's all interconnected, right? So when, we, when our prayer leads us to greater acts of charity, and our, our, our acts of charity open us up to being more heroic, when we're out there making sacrifices, we don't mind that we're... Yeah. Oh, I'm a little hungry. Yeah, but I'm doing the thing. Um, and then that leads us into into greater prayer. What what's the almsgiving? How are we doing? If if things aren't clicking in some ways on the the prayer side, we, it's always good to to check ourselves. How am I doing? On those creature comforts, am I giving into too many of those? How am I doing on my generosity, my acts of charity? Um, am I am I making space? I'm being generous with the with the visitors to the cornfield. So Lent is a good thing, even though I'm looking forward to, to Easter very much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for us to take the time and to, to make the space for these things. Oh, this is good. So, very good. That's all I've got for you. We've got a little closing prayer, but any Anything else? Any questions or thoughts or concerns that have been coming up? Okay. So John 9, 1-41. Yeah, a little focus on the liturgical prayer. And then the following week will be our three parish mission. Yeah. So the 26th, 27th, and 28th. Yeah. Sunday in Potsdam, Monday in Colton, Tuesday, back here. Yeah. So, 6.45 will be easy to remember for you on Tuesday. It'll be the, think of it as the last of the wasting time with Jesus. Except we're going to be over in the church. and Hopefully a much nicer day than this. We'll have a, oh, yeah. a, a little Eucharistic procession too with Father Jude. So, <laughs> it's got to get better than slush balls thrown <laughs> falling down on us. There you go. Thank you. All right.
Let's wrap up in prayer tonight, please. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you and we praise you for bringing to our hearts and minds all that you wish to share and for our chance to, to relate them, yes, with one another and most especially to you. Help us receive all that you wish to share with us because we know that that's, that's what our hearts long for. And may we go from here, bringing your word like the Samaritan woman to all those that we meet, whether they like it or not. Right. May all glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Amen. the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.